Well, looky here. What do we have? We have a new episode for the first time in about a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, what happened there? Uh, basically, my allergies decided to completely blow up, and uh, there's no way I was going to be able to put an hour episode together without completely having sneezing fits all the way through it. And to tell you the truth, it would be more annoying than probably all the Twitter takes about Deshaun Watson and what's going on here. So... Without further ado, let's step into the doghouse. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy. I cannot, for the life of me, get banned over there. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not trying hard enough. That's probably it. I just I kind of need the exposure uh, for our tiny little podcast here, but any which way. We have stuff to discuss. We do have to get through, still get through the AFC South and AFC West. Uh, we've had uh, tons of free agency going on with over the, over the last week, um, and we've had uh, a finalization. I don't know if I say finalization, but we have clarity. Uh, it's probably the better word. Clarity on the whole Deshaun Watson situation. Um, he has been cleared of criminal charges of the 22 cases, but there is still civil lawsuits uh, for all 22 and uh, quite possibly a, a looming suspension. Now, that did not stop the Cleveland Browns from trading for uh, Deshaun Watson, so we no longer have Deshaun Watson to talk about with the Houston Texans anymore. He is the Cleveland Browns' problem, and especially a PR problem. Um you know, they signed him uh, to, what it was, it was like $240 million contract extension um, right after they made the trade to the Texans. Um, and, you know, everybody under the sun has had their basically two cents worth on everything. Uh, my feelings on everything is this, and there's a couple different points that I want to make here. Um do I think there was shenanigans going on here uh, with Deshaun Watson and his accusers? Yes. Um, if you think he is completely innocent on this, in my opinion, you're wrong. Courts decided that there was no uh, evidence, not enough evidence to uh, pursue, which doesn't mean necessarily that something did not happen. Um, the thing of it is, is as far as this is concerned is that we do have to move on. Um, and coming down on people who are 
may seem as if they're just dismissing everything that's going on, I think is just as wrong as the people that are saying that he is completely innocent. So um, I think everybody just needs to calm their shit. Um, We're dealing with it. We've dealt with shit like this in the past. Um, You know, I, I, I still don't see people going apeshit about uh, Kareem Hunt um, and what he did. Uh, You know, you can put this back. You can kind of put this back on Tyreek Hill, too. Um, You know, maybe not sexual assault type stuff, but, you know, endangering a child. Let's put it this way. We've joked about... We've tongue cheeked cheek joked about it um with him and his and his son the broken arm the whole broken arm situation um and there was no uh case to be pursued on that one either and to me in that one there also was you know it, maybe there wasn't enough evidence but you know some shit happened so yeah uh, there's, I, I don't know what you need, what everybody needs to hear. There's, there's bad, there's people who do bad things. They're playing in our favorite sports. Um, you know, think of, think of Charles Barkley, um, who, you know, famously said, you know, I am not a role model and we need to be careful on, you know, claiming that, you know, uh, or thinking that these people are all perfect. Nobody's perfect. Um, who knows? At some point in time, we may find some skeletons in Tom Brady's closet. Um, and that has nothing to do with the flight gate as well. So just, you know, if you're pissed off about it, be pissed off about it. But if you're also handing out fantasy football advice on there, you really need to mind your P's and Q's as far as... Um, you know, just completely dismissing him now in Cleveland um, just because you hate the guy, right? This is, so this is kind of like the whole, um, you know, <laughs> this is like a, this is like a more, um, God, what do I, how do I want to phrase this? It's kind of like the guy that fucked you over the year before, right? So, um Everybody shits on him. Everybody forgets about him um, because, you know, just, the guy screwed their team over and whatnot. So even if you get a guy at a certain value, um, you just you just say, fuck it. I'm not drafting that guy anymore. You know, there's at no point there is there any – at any point is there that I'm going to draft this guy. But, um, you know, in, in Deshaun Watson's case, it's, you know – he did a bad he did a bad thing. I'm not going to talk about him. I'm not even going to address him. I'm not going to put him in my rankings. Stuff like that. And if you think that people are not doing that, you're mistaken because I guarantee you there's people that are going to be do that. And that's not necessarily to say that any of the female uh fantasy football people are doing that either. Um, you know, or, you know, trying to draw that attention over to that, it, you know, it, it can be, you know, guys doing it. Um, it's, it's a tricky situation. Um, I know nobody's going to be happy with anybody's answer. 
on stuff like that. But as far as I'm concerned, what how we're dealing dealing with it, look, we're just looking out to see if he's going to get suspended at any point in time. We're looking to see what kind of value he's going to have um, for a possibility for our teams um, in 2022. So we need to understand that he is a very good player on the field. And sometimes we just kind of have to look the other way. Um, we deal a lot in daily fantasy. And if you think that I'm going to completely cross a guy off the list just because of some shit off the field, you can't do that. I cannot do that whatsoever. And I would implore you to be pissed about it now. And then just treat it just how we do in the regular season. It's a game. It's a game. We need to have all the pieces possible. We need to look at every possible angle. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody will get pissed at the answer that I give on there, but, um, it is what it is. I'm willing to deal with that. Um, willing to talk through it even more on a personal level, but, um, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I don't know what to say. I don't, I don't mean to dismiss it, come off as dismissive on it, but we have shit to do. We need to keep getting moving. And I am already a week and a half behind on this one. So we need to get going on the AFC South. Um, uh, but I guess before, actually, before we even get into the NFC South or the AFC South, um, today, as of this recording, is exactly one month away from when I will leave for my basically two week vacation. Uh, part of that encompassing the NFL draft in Las Vegas. So I'm really looking forward to that. It is the first day of spring as well, which is awesome. Um, we will get a 60 degree or so day tomorrow and then it's going to get cold again. <laughs> so, uh, just hoping that these, this ups and downs with the weather really ends soon. Uh, I think my body has finally, you know, come to grips with everything and, and then I'm past, you know, most of the, uh, uh, allergy related illnesses. So, and it, t- uh, trust me, I was in complete hell the whole last week and a half, so, but without further ado, let's get into AFC South. We're going to start in Houston. Uh, I have sent out the depth charts, the updated depth charts for 3-20-2022. Uh, uh, so those are updated through today. I've gotten as many of the free agents as I can possibly find. Um, a lot of the websites, when you go on, say, NFL.com and ESPN.com, um, if you look in there, they are missing a ton of people. So I basically, what takes so long with this stuff and why I generally only put it out, you know, say once a week, uh, especially during this point in time, is that I will basically go through about four or five websites just to see if I'm finding everything. And that is very, very time consuming. Um, last week, on a daily basis, every day last week, even though I wasn't on here on the podcast, it does not mean that I wasn't doing anything. I was spending uh, three-plus hours a night just on free agency. 
just on free agency. I literally just got into uh, the NFL draft spreadsheet this weekend again because there was so much going on. So, but that NFL draft spreadsheet that will get that is being updated on a daily basis. Um, so, I'm hoping to get that done within the next couple of weeks. Have everything kind of you know, kind of take a look at the players, have them get it ready to go. Um, I'm hoping to maybe just go ahead and send out an update every uh, Sunday with the depth charts as well. Uh, so you can kind of see where I'm progressing on there. And of course, we will end up talking about these players uh, over the next few weeks. We also have to do USFL. So we got a lot of shit going on. Uh, I have updated the needs uh, for each team based on what they have you know, picked up um, and lost. Uh, well, actually, I, 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 basically what they picked up, the needs was updated even with the, the free agents that were on the team, uh, basically stipulating, you know, Hey, they still need this, you know, if he signs, okay, maybe they don't need to have that need, uh, anymore. So, but let's get going here. Let's get going on Houston. Sorry. I keep rambling on, uh, we have a new, uh, coaching staff here. Lovey Smith is back in the head coaching seat. Uh, offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans is one Pep Hamilton, who we like. Um, defensive coordinator for Texans is Ben McDaniels, and then you have Frank Ross as the special teams coordinator. Uh, currently, they have 14 total free agents uh, remaining, uh, six offensive free agents, and then eight of the defensive free agents. They are $28.5 million under the cap. Everybody's pretty much under the cap except for, I believe it was like two or three. Uh, team so everybody's in good shape you know salary cap is basically a joke um based on the fact that you know you can basically take a guy's salary and just turn it into um uh bonus money and uh um you know manipulate it completely uh you know the team that really had to get under a couple of teams that really had to get under cap green bay packers and the um New Orleans Saints, wow. Especially New Orleans Saints, man, how they, how they did all that. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if they are, you know, indeed screwed for the next couple of years. Because um, when you transfer that money into the bonus money, that starts biting you on the back end. So, but uh, Houston, in pretty good shape uh, money-wise. Uh, the 2022 draft selections, those, the you will start seeing those on the offensive charts um, hopefully this weekend I'll have those all done. I'm going to do a couple teams a day and get those all set up uh, so you can see them. Uh, um, actually, I might do I might do a division a day um, up until the weekend, just get get those numbers in there so you can kind of see how many picks the team has. So, uh, but here we go. Davis Mills at quarterback. Uh, they seem pretty happy and satisfied to let Davis Mills be there. Um, I did still put on there that they have a QB need. Uh, but they do have backup uh, Jeff Driscoll backing Mills up. Uh, Paul Quesenberry is the fullback. And then here in the running backs, uh, David Johnson, unrestricted free agent, still non-signed. Rex Burkhead uh, brought in Dari Agunbawale from Jacksonville. Royce Freeman is back. Scotty Phillips and Darius Anderson. And still put down that they can use uh, a running back in this situation because there is no real stud within that group. So, and definitely is not a group that I'm going to be looking at again for fantasy. Uh, the offensive line, 
which I should have started with, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, from left to right, you have Laramie Tunsil, Lane Taylor, Justin Britt, A.J. Can, who was brought in from Jacksonville, and Charlie Heck at the right tackle position. Backing up Larry Tun- Laramie Tunsil, you have Gary and Christian, who's a restricted, uh, unrestricted free agent, Carson Green, who they brought in, and Cedric Ugbulier. Uh Both those were actually uh, street free agents. Uh, behind Lane Taylor, you have Titus Howard and Mar- Max Sharping in there at center. Justin Britt, who uh, actually resigned, Jimmy Morrissey, and Jake Eldrin Camp, uh, who's a free agent. Uh, behind AJ Can, you have Justin McCray, Sam Cooper, and then behind Charlie Heck at the le- at the right tackle spot, you have Jordan Steckler, Cole Toner, and Jimmy Morrissey, who was brought in off uh, as a street free agent. Now, I still have it listed that they do need to get. Uh, offensive guard help they can improve from lane taylor over there uh, at the left guard position especially um and overall i mean when you look at the backups they could use some better offensive line depth but whether or not a rookie coming in is going to be able to do that you know remains to be seen uh your wide receivers here you got nico collins on the one side chris moore who's a restricted unrestricted free agent jalen camp and philip dorsett uh brandon cooks on the other side Backed up by returning uh, wide receiver Chris Conley, Damon Hazelton, and Davion Davis in the slot right now is still unrestricted free agent Danny Amendola. So I would still kind of expect them to bring him back. He actually wasn't too bad for him, but uh, remains to be seen. At tight end, uh, we just have uh, Farrell Brown, uh, Brevin Jordan, Jordan Akins, who's an unrestricted free agent, and Anthony O'Claire. Uh, who actually came over from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year. Uh, so not a great group at all. Don't really care much for anything. <laughs> I don't find any fantasy value in it, in this unit. So uh, right now, even still right now, I'm going to be staying away. On the defensive side, now we're going to start along the defensive line. Working from left to right, you have Derek Rivers, Roy Lopez, Malik Collins, who was brought in. Uh, or no, I'm sorry, he was resigned. And Jonathan Greenard at the other DN position. Backups uh, behind Derek Rivers. You have Rondell Carter and uh, Damone Harris. They're fine. Uh, behind Roy Lopez at the 1D tackle spot, you have Kingsley Kiki, uh, who actually came over from Green Bay last year. Michael Dwunfer and unrestricted free agent Vincent Taylor. Behind Malik Collins, you have Ross Blacklock, who actually got his rating up. Uh, to his highest spot, uh, which is slightly below average. Um, he was generally in the red, basically dead, uh, dead to rights uh, ever since his rookie year. Uh, behind Blacklock, then you have Jaleel Johnson, an unrestricted free agent. Uh, behind Jonathan Greenard at the defensive end, you have Jordan Jenkins and Demarcus Walker, who's an unrestricted free agent. Again, you could you can uh, make the argument that they definitely need uh Defensive line help, at the very least, um, as far as their depth is concerned. They can get better guys in there. At your linebacker spots, you have Ogboni, Ogboni, Okarokwa. I can't say his name. I can't say his name. <laughs> and I know the last time I I talked about him, he was on the, raid, uh, on the Rams, and I know I had the same problem. Ogbonier. 
Okorokuo. And we're going to move it on. He comes over from the LA Rams. Uh, Christian Kirksey at the inside linebacker position, re-signed uh, to an extension. And Jalen Reeves-Maben, who comes over from Detroit, uh, backing uh, <laughs> Okoronkwo. <laughs> I'm never going to get it right. Okoronkwo. You have uh, Neville Hewitt, who's an un- still an unrestricted free agent, Chris Smith, Josh Watson, and Tay Davis. Behind Christian Kirksey at, at the inside linebacker spot, you have Eric Wilson, unrestricted free agent, Connor Strachan, and Hardy Nickerson Jr., who's an unrestricted free agent. And behind Jalen Rees-Maven, you have Blake, Blake Cashman, who was traded over from the New York Jets, and I don't know why they traded for him. Uh, they didn't trade much. It was like a six-round pick to get him, but... Uh, Blake Cashman, not very good at all. Uh, Camus, Grugier Hall, he's an unrestricted free agent. Kevin Pierre-Lewis and Garrett Wallow. So linebacker, they're okay. It's just their their backups are just blah, blah, blah. At your safety positions, you have Eric Murray at at the strong safety spot. Backed up by Lonnie Johnson Jr. and Jonathan Owens. Uh, At the free safety spot, you have MJ Stewart, who came... uh, MJ Stewart, who came over from, uh oh, okay, he came over from Cleveland. I don't know why he still left it as coming coming over from Houston. Duh. Um, backed up by Terrence Brooks, uh, who resigned in TJ Green. Your uh, corners are going to be Desmond King, the second signed a, an extension. Uh, Jimmy Moreland, back, uh, Graylin Arnold, who's a restricted free agent. And Reggie Robinson II, who was claimed off waivers, actually, from Dallas. On the other side, you're going to have Traymond Smith, uh, backed up by A.J. Moore. And then in the slot, you have Tavier Thomas, who could sl- who could slide over uh, to the outside. But I would think they would leave him back there. Uh, that's kind of, kind of remaining to be seen. And then uh, John Reed uh, backing up Thomas there. So they need a lot of help at corner. That's why I have cornerback first. Uh, D-tackle, D-N, you know, mostly backup depth. Uh, safety's the same as well, just more for a depth uh, depth purpose, purposes on there. So now we go from one team that's, you know, been pretty active already with their free agency to one that has not really done anything at all, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. 20 total free agents, 10 on both the offense and the defensive side. They are $40 million under the cap and seem to be completely fine, just not doing anything. So we will start along the offensive line here. Ooh, pardon me. Uh, at left tackle, Eric Fisher, unrestricted free agent. It seems they are going to attack that uh, quite possibly in the draft. Uh, they have no inclination to be bringing Eric Fisher back. His backup would be Matt Pryor and Sean Coleman. Quentin Nelson at left guard, of course, uh, backed up by two unrestricted free agents and Sam Tevy and Chris Reed. At center, you have Ryan Kelly, who actually had a down year. Uh, he's backed up by Danny Pinter at right guard. Right now, I have uh, Will Freeze uh, penciled in there. You could... You can see that uh, they will probably, they're either going to go after that left tackle position, which more than likely if they can get it, they'll go get it, um, or they can fill that offensive guard position with Freeze, uh, who really should not be in the starter's role. Uh, at left tackle, you have Braden Smith, 
backed up by Julian Davenport, unrestricted free agent Carter O'Donnell, and Jordan Murray. Um, so I do have it down that they need an offensive tackle, offensive guard, and offensive line depth. They are very, very weak. This is the weakest that this Indianapolis Colts uh, offensive line has been uh, in a few years. So, And then, I mean, you look behind the offensive line and you look at the quarterback, and all they have is Sam Ellinger and James Morgan. So they need a quarterback too. Uh, there's been rumors that maybe they will get – um, Baker Mayfield from Cleveland, uh, quite possible. Um, I mean, he he can get the job done for this team. Let's just let's just be fair. All right, you do not want Sam Ellinger being your starting quarterback going into the year. Um, I was not high on Ellinger. I'm still not high on Ellinger. So let's definitely upgrade that spot. Uh, running back, of course, you got the ultimate All Pro. Uh, Jonathan Taylor back there, backed up by Marlon Mack, who's an unrestricted free agent, Naheem Hines, and Deion Jackson. So even though they are pretty much set at running back, I they could go after a running back in the draft. I just didn't list anything on there because I felt that the other the other spots were more of the needs, but they could go after another running back just to back up and uh, fight for uh, spot on the roster with Deion Jackson for sure. Um, your wide receivers here. On the one side, you got T.Y. Hilton, unrestricted free agent. Behind him, Mike Strachan, uh, DeMichael Harris, and Courtney Davis, who's a exclusive rights free agent. On the other side, you have uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who we love, of course, packed up by Asha Doolin, who's a restricted free agent, Desmond Patman, and Kiki Kuti. And in the slot, Zach Pascal, who's an unrestricted free agent. Surprised they have not resigned him yet. Um, and then Paris Campbell. So it's, they need help at the wide receiver position a lot. Um, definitely need somebody that they can uh, really trust to pair with Michael Pittman. Um, and then, I mean, if they resign Zach Pascal, that's fine. They can keep him in the slot, but. Um, they need it. They need a guy really, really bad to kind of take that pressure off of Pittman in the passing game. At tight end, uh, you did have Jack Doyle, uh, who retired, and then also uh, they then they resigned Mo Alley Cox to a couple year extension, Kylan Granson, uh, Farad Green, Eli Wolf, Michael Jacobson, and <laughs> Nicola Kalinick. Um, I did write down that they should look at tight end because Mo Alley Cox is not is he's just not great. He's just not great. But uh and Colin Granson I like, but um I just don't see him as being like a frontline starter for this uh Colts offense. At least not at this moment. I still think he needs another year to learn. Um, so hopefully, you know, maybe he's going to learn on the fly, I guess, <coughs> I guess, uh, Colts defense. We got, uh, working from left to right. We got Quiddy pay at the defensive end position, uh, backed up by Kamoko Ture, who's an unrestricted free agent, Ben Banagu, uh, Deo, Oday, Yingbo. Odeyingbo, Deo Odeo Oday Odeyingbo. Okay, did everybody get that? Okay, Oday Odeyingbo. 
Deo Deo Odeigbo Oh my god, no. I'm not going to sing the song. I'm not going to sing the song. Uh, defensive tackles, you got Grover, uh, Grover Stewart. Very good in there. Uh, backed up by Antoine Woods, an unrestricted free agent. R.J. McIntosh, Rocky McIntosh. Uh, Robert Windsor, who's an uh, exclusive rights free agent there. DeForest Buckner at the other D-tackle spot, also very good. Uh, Taylor Stallworth, an unrestricted free agent, backing him up, and Chris Williams. And then they traded for Yannick Ngankwe. Uh, they traded Rocky Yassin to the uh, Las Vegas Raiders and brought, and brought back uh, Ngankwe there. Um, it's actually probably a pretty good move for both teams, to be honest. But uh, Isaac Rochelle backing him up on unrestricted free agent. Taekwon Lewis, who's probably going to be his actual backup. And then uh, Cameron Klein there. Uh, let's see here. So at the linebacker position, you got Bobby Okariki, uh, EJ Speed backing him up, Jordan Glasgow there. Uh, right in the middle, of course, Darius Leonard backed up by Malik Jefferson. And then at the other outer linebacker spot, you have Zaire Franklin, uh, who was re-signed, backed up by Matthew Adams, an unrestricted free agent, and Sky Moore, uh, a restricted free agent. So they, I wrote down that they didn't need to look at outside linebacker, uh, primarily for their depth spots uh, uh, at those positions. Your safeties here, you got still got Kari Willis backed up by Jaleel Adai. They're fine there. Julian Blackman at the free safety position, backed up by Andrew Sandejo, who's an unrestricted free agent, and Mar- Marvel Tell uh, the third. Sandejo, I still think, is going to be back, so I'm not really too worried about that there. Now, their corners are where they really need some help as well. Because on one side, you have both Xavier Rhodes and TJ Carey, their unrestricted free agent. Now, they did bring in Brandon Faxon uh, from the Raiders. It's not really a guy that I would like to see starting there. Um, but then you have Will Redman and Alexander Myers on that side. On the other side, you'd have, right now, I have penciled in Anthony Chesley, backed up by Chris Wilcox, Nick Nelson, an exclusive rights free agent, and Tony Brown. Uh, Kenny Moore, the second, is better suited to stay in the, as that slot corner, backed up by Isaiah Rogers. Um, so they really need help at the cornerback position. I should have actually moved that cornerback position to like the first spot in there, but uh, I'll, ca- I'll try to catch it for next week and see what happens there. But uh, next we move on to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And here we go to Jacksonville, the big the big spenders for this offseason. Awesome. Um, <laughs> 12 total free agents, five on the offensive side, seven on the defensive side. Still have $13.2 million to blow on absolutely whomever the fuck they want. Um, and that's the way that they've kind of been handling it. Uh, very, very uh, odd spending spree. Um, overpays everything. I don't know. Um, not very impressed here, but uh, let's get in here. Uh, so Cam Robinson uh, on the uh, tag, on the franchise tag at the left tackle, backed up by Walker Little, Coy Kronk, uh Ben Barch returns at the left guard position. Jared Hooker, his main backup there. Brandon Linder at center, backed up by Tyler Shatley. Uh, they brought in Brandon Scherf 
to run, uh, fill in at the right guard position. That was a very good signing, as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, backed up by Casey McDermott. Uh, Juwan Taylor then at the right tackle position, backed up by Will Richardson, who's an unrestricted free agent, and a bad at uh, Badera Triero. <laughs> Traore, Traore, um, in there. So, just some offensive line depth. I think their offensive line is fine. Uh, if they wanted to improve at the left tackle spot, um, I doubt we would have seen them uh, franchise tag Cam Robinson in that spot. So, um, I just don't see him attacking their offensive line depth later in the draft. Absolutely. So. Yeah, quarterback, of course, you got Trevor Lawrence backed up by C.J. Beathard and Jake Luton there. They seem to be all well and good there. So running back then, you got James Robinson, Travis Etienne should be returning uh, at the beginning of this year. Be nice to get a nice look on him. Hopefully maybe attend OTAs, see him running around. Uh, Reiko Armstead, Nathan Cottrell, and Makai Sargent, who actually uh, signed a as uh i believe it was a one-year extension um so they're okay at running back they can get away with what they have at running back but i would still expect them to maybe take a look in the draft uh for a running back so not leaving that one uh off the list that's why that's there uh, i still left wide receiver as being a need um even though they went out and they brought in two uh, Zay Jones on the one side. They brought in from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, backed up by Laquan Treadwell, an unrestricted free agent. Kind of surprised that they didn't sign him or haven't signed him yet. Um, he did very well late in the season. You know, nothing that's going to be major, nothing that we're going to be able to utilize really for fantasy. But um, I think he still kind of earned a spot, at least on this offense. So... Remains to be seen if they do that or not. Jaden Mickens then, and backing all the way up is Josh Hammond. On the other side, you have the other big free agent ticket here in Christian Kirk, who they way overpaid uh, for whatever reason to get him into Jacksonville. Backed up by Marvin Jones, Tim Jones, Terry Godwin, and Jeff Cotton. Now, I have Marvin Jones lined up behind Christian Kirk right now. What I can see, though, is that they'll have, they can, and I'm probably actually going to make this move, and I should have made it anyways. You move Marvin Jones up, move Christian Kirk into the slot, um, kind of like, uh, you know, Cooper Cup, right? If, you, if you're running two wide receivers, of course, Christian Kirk's going to be there because you fucking paid him to... Uh, be out there on the field. And then when you go three wide, uh, you move Christian Kirk into the slot and take over kind of like, you know, Cup, uh, Keenan Allen, guys like that. So that would push LaVisca Chenault, Jamal Agnew back um, into more reserve roles. And then Tavon Austin, an unrestricted free agent. I don't see him coming back. Uh, your tight end spot they did bring in. Evan Ingram on a one-year, uh, basically $10 million deal. I think that's fine. Um, I'm just not impressed with the move. Uh, more than likely, of course, you're not going to see James O'Shaughnessy uh, returning. He's an unrestricted free agent. Dan Arnold, Chris Manhurts, Jacob Hollister, an unrestricted free agent. Khalil Waring and Luke Farrell bringing up the rear. 
So it's going to be pretty much Evan Ingram and Dan Arnold, um, in my opinion, as the two main tight ends in here. Um, so moving on to the defense, we have the 3-4. So, you know, the D-tackle slash D-N spots that I like to call. Uh, you have on one, you got Roy Robertson Harris, uh, backed up by two unrestricted free agents in Jihad Ward and Adam Gotsis. Oh, Gotsis. Gotsis. <laughs> it's terrible with the stuff that knows is not doing me any favors either. Jeremiah Ledbetter bringing up the rear. Um, I don't know if I've ever had a rating for Ledbetter. I don't think he's ever been on the field, but. Uh, uh, Davon Hamilton right at the nose pat tackle spot, backed up by Raquan Williams. And at the, at the other D-tackle slash D-end spot, uh, Folarunsu uh, Farukasi, who comes over from the New York Jets. Uh, he should take that spot there, backed up by Malcolm Brown and Jay Tufle. Your linebackers. Um, you got Josh Allen on the outside. Uh, not the Buffalo Bills Josh Allen, which I'm hoping everybody knows that there's two Josh Allens in the league. Uh, backed up by Laurenti McRae, an unrestricted free agent. Um, At the one inside linebacker spot, we have Foyesaid Olalukun, who comes over, or no, I'm sorry, it's Olakun, uh, comes over from Atlanta. Uh, he's backed up by Jordan Smith, Jameer Jones, and Dylan Moses. And then at your other inside linebacker spot, you have Shaquille Quarterman, uh, backed up by Terrell Adams, an unrestricted free agent, Elijah Sullivan. And then at the other uh, weak side, uh, outside linebacker spot, uh, Dwayne Smoot, backed up by Kevon Chason, who has really not developed into the stud that we thought he might. Uh, Dakota Allen, who's a restricted free agent, and Chapel Russell. At your strong safety spot, you have Rayshon Jenkins returning, uh, backed up by Rudy Ford and Andre Sisco. Andrew Wingard right now penciled in, although he's a restricted free agent um, at the at the uh, um, free safety spot. Uh, that is a spot that I do think that they can improve at. Uh, he's backed up by Daniel Thomas. And then at the corner, uh, the corner positions, uh, they brought in Darius Williams from the LA Rams uh, for one side, backed up by Tyson Campbell and Trey Herndon. Uh, and then they also have Shaquille Griffin on the other side, backed up by Brandon Rusnick. Uh, in the slot, you have Nevin Lawson, still an unrestricted free agent. Wouldn't be surprised if we see him back, uh, backed up by Chris Claybrooks here. So they they're kind of okay. Um, at their corner positions, but they could use an upgrade here. Um, and I would expect them to probably attack a corner, you know, beginning of the second round, probably. And let's see. We have one team left in the South. That would be the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Mike Vrabel, of course, returning. 17 total free agents, eight on the offensive side, nine on the defensive side. Uh, this is one of the couple of teams that is over the cap right now. They are $5.6 million over the cap. That's because they made a move uh, in bringing in Robert Woods. That affected it. They did that move on Saturday uh, because the Rams needed him off the books. Otherwise, they owed him some monies, and they were unwilling to pay him for it. So um, 
if you need to know why Robert Woods, why they, you know, we're done with Robert Woods, they signed Allen Robinson. That's the big thing. So, and we're going to get to that. We're going to actually run through the free agents after I get done with Tennessee. That's why I think we're just going to do one division today because uh, we'll run through the uh, each team's uh, free agent pickups here. Uh, so let's start along the offensive line here for the Tennessee Titans. you got Taylor Luan at left tackle, backed up by Derwin Gray and Brandon Kemp. Aaron Brewer at the left guard position, which they can need to upgrade there, in my opinion. Uh, ben Jones returning at center. Corey Levin and Daniel Munyer, the backups there. Nate Davis at the right guard position, backed up by Dylan Raditz and Jordan Ruse. They also brought in Jamarco Jones from Seattle to fill in their right tackle spot, backed up by Christian Delario and David Quesenberry, who's an unrestricted free agent. Quesenberry. Quesenberry. It's like, a, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'd rather have a name that I cannot say than having the name Quesenberry. I don't know. It's just a weird-looking name. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just, to me, I just don't want to be a Quesenberry. I don't want to be a Quesenberry. Can you be a Quesen? Can you just be Berry? Maybe just change it to Q-Berry? <laughs> Q-Berry. <laughs> All right. Uh, your quarterback here, again, is going to be Ryan Tannehill, backed up by Logan Woodside and Kevin Hogan. Uh, at the fullback position, Kari Blossengame is an unrestricted free agent, so if they do not sign him, it looks to be Tory Carter's job, uh, who actually did a pretty decent job when he was in there. Return of the King, of course, Derek Henry, uh, backed up by Dontrell Hilliard, who they re-signed, Jordan Wilkins, who they got um, off the street, and Trenton Canyon, Cannon, who they got from San Francisco. So they have their stable set there at the running back position. Um, but, I, you know, again, it wouldn't surprise me if they go and grab themselves another one as well. At the wide receiver positions, you have A.J. Brown, of course, backed up by Des Fitzpatrick, uh, Mason Kiz Kinsey on that side. On the other side, you would have Robert Woods. Backed up by Cody Hollister, Cameron Batson, a restricted free agent, and Marcus Johnson, an unrestricted free agent. Uh, they did resign Nick Westbrook-Akeen. I have him penciled into the slot for right now. Um, just for the plain simple fact that, I mean, it's Robert Woods. You're not, Akeen works on the outside, but you're not taking Robert Woods out to put Akeen in there, so... It is what it is. Uh, backed up by Chester Rogers, an unrestricted free agent, Racy McMath, and Josh Malone. Moving to the Tennessee Titans defense, and fuck you, Wisconsin, for losing. The, you're going to lose this fucking game. 41 seconds down by five. Yeah, you can do it, but it's very hard. Uh, at the D-tackle slash D-end spot, we have one Jeffrey Simmons, who played very, very well last year. Uh, backed up by Laurel Murchison. Uh, Trevin Coley, who's an unrestricted free agent. At the nose tackle spot, you got Tierra Tart, Naquan Jones, and Kyle Pecco, who's an unrestricted free agent, backing him up there. Uh, and then at the other D tackle slash DN spot, I have Danico Autry, who played really well. Uh, backed up by Kevin Strong Jr., Deshaun Hand, Kobe Jones, and Justin Lawler. Uh, somebody's going to end up going. So they'll shave, they'll shave that $5 million off here pretty damn quick uh at your linebacker spot so 
strong side linebacker Bud Dupree, backed up by Derek Roberson, uh, who's a restricted free agent, and Nate Hall. At your inside linebacker spot, you have Rashawn Evans, who is an unrestricted free agent. Nick Zubner, also an unrestricted free agent. Tuzer, <laughs> Tuzar Skipper, Monty Rice, and B.J. Bellow, a restricted free agent. So they need an inside linebacker really, really bad. Um, unless they're planning on moving David Long Jr., who's backed up, uh, back up for Zach Cunningham at the other inside linebacker spot, which is a possibility. Um they could do that. J. Ron Brown, an unrestricted free agent, uh, uh, is their backup, and as as is Joseph Jones there. And then you have Harold Landry III, who just signed an extension, uh, backed up by Alasakami Edeniniyi, <laughs> who's an unrestricted free agent. I, I, I can kind of hit that name. Uh, backed up by Dylan Cole and Rashad Weaver. They'll need some help. Um as far as outside linebacker depth. Uh, so it wouldn't be surprising to see them pick up another guy, especially uh, with, you know, Bud Dupree didn't do all that great. He was coming off an injury, um, but they definitely are going to want to take a look at that position um, just in case, you know, Dupree ends up kind of failing again, right? I don't know with these reconstructions. Come on, come on. Nobody does. At your Sonic safety spot, you got Kevin Byard backed up by Dane Krushank and Rodney Clemens. Amani Hooker at the free safety spot, backed up by Matthias, Fire, <laughs> Matthias Farley and Jamal Carter. At the cornerback positions, you got one Caleb Farley, who should be back from injury, uh, backed up by Christian Fulton and Chris uh, Williamson, oh, I get the wrong team because I'm thinking of, I'm sorry, I'm thinking of Carolina. I got Carolina on the mind. Uh, I was thinking of uh, last year's rookie that got hurt. Uh, Farley's fine, but he's they can use an upgrade there. I don't know if they want to do Fulton or Farley there. Um, on the other side, you have Chris Jackson, backed up by Greg Maven, an unrestricted free agent, and Shyam Carter. Again, you're going to want to upgrade there. Uh, in the slot, you'd have Elijah Molden, who's just fine there, uh, backed up by Buster Screen, who just got a, a uh, one-year extension there. So that, my friends, is the AFC South. So what we can do now is we can actually go through the free agency tracker if you want. Do you want to? Yeah, we'll go through it real quick here. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, Wisconsin. Oh, dear. All right. We'll start in the AFC East. Actually, you know what? Let's just go through the AFC, and then we'll go through the NFC uh, on tomorrow's. But uh, Buffalo Bills. Oh, my God. Acquired uh, via trade. Case Keenum there, quarterback. Uh, wide receiver. They signed wide receiver. Jay Kumaro resigned. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie resigned. Tight end. O.J. Howard comes over from the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. Roger Saffold came over. He's going to be their new right guard. Uh, Mitch Morse, uh, two-year extension there, so they're good at their center. Should be good at their center quarterback exchange here. Uh, D.N. Shaq Lawson signed a two-year contract. Daquan Jones, two-year contract. Tim Settle uh, came over from Washington. He's got a two-year $9 million deal. It seems like they're rotating everything in there. 
uh, the D-tackle spot because they got to slow down that run somehow. Uh, Jordan Phillips, defensive lineman, one-year contract. And then the big one, uh, Von Miller, the six-year, $120 million contract, as $51 million guaranteed. Uh, the average is $17.5 million uh, for the first four years. So uh, nice little signing there. I need to move this over here so I can see this better. And Wisconsin is going to lose a bunch of bags of shit. Uh, Cyron Neal also re-signed for Buffalo. Uh, Miami Dolphins were busy, too. And brought in Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater to back up to a tug of Viola. Uh, Chase Edmonds at running back and Raheem Mostert. So, woof, whoa. They're bringing that San Francisco game right over to Miami. Uh, fullback uh, Alec Ingold came over from the Raiders. Preston Williams resigned. Cedric Wilson came over from Dallas. At wide receiver, tight end Mike Kaziki, franchise tag, of course, signed it. Uh, Connor Williams came over from Dallas, uh, two-year, $14 million deal. Um, Emmanuel Ogba resigned. Duke Riley resigned. Atlanta Roberts resigned. Brendan Scarlett resigned. So they're good at the DN spot and at their linebacker spots there. New England resigned Brian Hoyer to back up Mac Jones. Brought in running back slash wide receiver Ty Montgomery. Uh, from New Orleans, re-signed James White to a two-year, $5 million deal. So, well, there we go. There we go. That's going to muck everything up. Oh, my goodness. What is going on here? Ugh. Ugh. Uh, James Ferentz, center slash offensive guard, re-signed with New England. Uh, Juwan Bentley re-signed at linebacker. Mac Wilson acquired in a trade with Cleveland Browns in exchange for defensive end Chase Vinovich. So Vinovich went over to Cleveland. Uh, Terrace Mitchell is coming over from, I believe it was Houston. I believe Houston got him, or gave him up. Uh, Devin McCourty resigned at safety. Nick Folk, the kicker, resigned two-year, $5 million. And their special teams wide you know wide receiver, uh, special teams uh, guru here, uh, Matthew Slater, resigned one-year, $2.6 million uh, deal that is fully guaranteed. Alrighty, so what else we got going on here? So New York Jets, Joe Flacco resigned uh, to back up. Uh, running back Tevin Coleman is back. Great, uh, that's terrible. Thanks a lot. Uh, Braxton Berrios resigned. Love that little slot guy. Uh, Tyler Conklin uh, signed a free agent deal for a tight end. As did C.J. Uzoma. Uzoma will be the main guy there. Uh, Uzoma, I think, has some value. Uh, especially in best ball. Uh, offensive tackle, Connor McDermott resigned. Lakin Tomlinson, offensive guard, comes over. Uh, Three-year, $40 million deal. D-tackle, Nathan Shepard resigned. Jacob Martin, linebacker, signed a three-year, $13.5 million deal. DJ Reed, cornerback, three-year, $33 million contract, so he'll be a starter there. Jordan Whitehead comes over from Tampa. That was a good two-year, uh, $14.5 million. And then uh, LaMarcus Joyner uh, resigned on a one-year contract. So Joyner should be your free safety, and Whitehead should be your strong safety um, there. AFC North Baltimore Ravens uh, signed offensive tackle Morgan Moses. Uh, also brought in, uh, brought back, actually, defensive tackle Michael Pierce. Uh, from the Minnesota Vikings uh, after he was cut there. And then safety Marcus Williams comes over. 
uh, five-year, $70 million deal. Cincinnati's been really, really busy and doing some really good uh, things here. Uh, re-signed back up Brandon Allen at quarterback. Uh, brought in Hayden Hurst. He's got the one-year contract, so there's your tight end in Cincinnati. Uh, today, they just signed uh, Lyle Collins, who was cut from Dallas. They signed him to a three-year deal, so there's your right tackle right there. Uh, offensive guard Alex Kappa, four-year, $35 million deal. Uh, also signed offensive guard slash center Ted Karras. A three-year, $18 million contract. This will be interesting because I want to see what they do. Now, I penciled Karras in at offensive guard, but they can certainly move him to center and then uh, draft a guard, you know, get a tackle that'll play guard for them at that left guard or at that left tackle or at the left guard spot. Holy shit. Uh, 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 Resigned defensive tackle B.J. Hill. That was a good one. Uh, Defensive lineman Josh Tupo, uh, basically a backup. Uh, they did resign Eli Apple uh, to a one-year contract at corner. Jesse Bates got the franchise tag, which I thought was smart. Uh, Michael Thomas, a corner, uh, resigned, and then they resigned their long snapper Clark Harris to a one-year contract. If you cared to know about that one, but it does make kind of a big deal on special teams. All right, so Cleveland Browns here uh, acquired Deshaun Watson in a trade. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I'll read this one out. Acquired in a trade with the Browns, because this will give you your picks, along with a 2024 fifth-round pick in exchange for three first-round picks, uh, 2022 through 2024, uh, a 2023 third-rounder, and a fourth-rounder in 2024. So it's a lot of picks that they got back for him, which is good for Houston, right? Uh, Watson will receive a fully guaranteed five-year, $230 million contract from Cleveland. Uh, that's via Ian Rappaport and Tom Pelissero. Uh, them guaranteeing this contract right away is what really started resetting off everything. Like I said, we're not going to really get into it. It is what it is. We'll just deal with the ramifications uh, later in the year. Uh, they did... The Cleveland Browns did sign uh, Jacoby uh, Brissett to be his backup, so that means that Baker Mayfield is completely gone now, or going to be gone. And they're just trying to find a trade partner for him. Like I said, probably the Colts. Uh, wide receiver Amari Cooper acquired in a trade with the Dallas Cowboys uh, in exchange for a two, 2022 fifth-round pick and a swap of six-rounders. They brought also brought in Jakeem Grant, signed a three-year deal worth up to 13.8. Uh, so he should slide into the slot wide receiver role um, as well as he should be the return guy because uh, he's more of the return specialist for the Bears this last year. Uh, David Njoku did receive the franchise tag, which we hated until Austin Hooper was cut. So now it's a, it's pretty much the David Njoku sto- uh, uh, show there. So I'm a bit happier with it. And we do know that Deshaun Watson does like his tight ends. Uh, okay, Chase Vinovich acquired in a trade. We went over that. Uh, D-tackled Taven Bryan. Signed a one-year deal with $5 million. Linebacker Anthony Walker resigned. So that was a good move for them. Pittsburgh Steelers resigned Dwayne Haskins. They also signed one Mitchell Trubisky. Two-year, $14.25 million deal. So that is very, very cheap for the quarterback spot. If he pans, if he pans out at all, 
Uh, they got one hell of a deal on there. Try to, you know, win a Super Bowl, man. Uh, Chukwoma uh, Oko- <laughs> Okorafor resigned off. That's their right tackle. Uh, James Daniel, I believe, is their right guard. Um, signed a three-year, uh, $26.5 million deal. Uh, Mason Cole signed a three-year contract. I think I got him penciled in at left guard. Oh, no, I got him, I got him penciled in at center. My bad. Uh, Miles Jack, uh, who got cut from Jacksonville, he signed a two-year deal uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, so they fit him in at the inside linebacker spot. Uh, Robert Spillane received the first uh, right, a first refusal tender, uh, $2.4 so he'll be back. He should be backing up Jack. Uh, corner Ar- Arthur Mollett resigned. Levi Wallace come, uh, corner comes over from Buffalo, signed a two-year deal there. Akella Willerspoon corner resigning. Safety Miles Killebrew resigning. And uh, Gunnar Oshesky is coming over from uh, New England. Uh, he should be your return guy. That's, that actually could be your return guy. Yeah, that it would, yeah that'll be your return guy. AFC South. Uh, I think we talked about all these. We don't. I don't think we really need to talk about anything in here for the South. We'll skip that one. We'll go right to the AFC West. Yep, we'll go right to the AFC West. Go to Denver Broncos. Uh, they uh, agreed on a one-year contract with quarterback Josh Johnson to back up Russell Wilson, who they acquired in a trade with the Seattle Seahawks, along with a fourth-round pick for. Two first-round picks, two second-rounders, a fifth-rounder, quarterback Drew Locke, tight end, Noah Fant, and D-tackle Shelby Harris. Offensive tackle Calvin Anderson resigned. Uh, Tom Compton, uh, offensive guard slash center, signed to a free agent deal. Uh, Randy Gregory, we heard about this one last week, defensive end slash outside linebacker. Signed a five-year, $70 million deal that includes $28 million guaranteed. It's basically the same contract that he was going to get from Dallas until Dallas decided that they were going to put it in, in the contract that if he gets in any kind of trouble whatsoever, that the deal is voided. Uh, so he said, no, I'm not signing it. That's why he's ended up in Denver. D-tackle DJ Jones signed a three-year deal worth $30 million. $20 million guaranteed. D-tackle Deshaun Williams resigned. Linebacker Josie Jewell. Uh, signed a two-year deal. Uh, linebacker Malik Reed uh, received right of first uh, refusal. Uh, right of first refusal tender. Um, linebacker Alex Singleton also signed a one-year, one-point-one million-dollar deal. So they're pretty set. They're pretty set in there. But we'll cover that one tomorrow. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs they resigned their backup quarterback in Chad Henney. They also signed Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, wide receiver from Pittsburgh to a $10.75 million one-year deal. Uh, offensive tackle Orlando Brown, franchise tag, defensive end Frank Clark signed a new two-year $29 million deal. Max value of $36 million with incentives. And then safety Justin Reed, uh, who they brought in basically to fill in for Tyron Matthew, who is probably going to be no longer with the team, which is unfortunate. Uh, signed a three-year, $31.5 million deal, $20 million guaranteed. Las Vegas Raiders, okay, here we go. Quarterback Garrett Gilbert, 
uh, agreed on a free agent deal, so back it up there. Running back Amir Abdul also signed as a backup, as did Brandon Bolden um, at running back. Jacob Johnson comes over from the um, uh, Patriots. Uh, so, like, Brandon Bolin and Jacob Johnson may, and Garrett Gilbert makes sense, right? Because, you know, these guys were all within New England system. So they can come over and help everybody else out. And then the big, 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 big one was, you know, the trade from the Green Bay Packers to the Raiders of Devontae Adams in exchange for a 2022 first-round pick and 2022 second-round pick. Uh, got a new deal uh Five-year, one hundred and forty-one point two five million uh, averages out to twenty-eight point two five million per year uh, for a wide receiver. It's crazy. Um, we'll get into it tomorrow. <laughs> uh, defensive end Max Crosby signed a four-year, ninety-eight point nine eight million dollar contract extension. Uh, Fifty-three million of it guaranteed. Defensive end uh, Chandler Jones came over. Uh, $52.5 million over three years. That is $34 million guaranteed. It's just some ridiculously uh, good contracts for players. Uh, defensive tackle Bilal Nichols uh, came over from Chicago. Uh, Two-year, $11 million deal, $9 million guaranteed. Then you had Anthony Avert, who was cut by the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, he found, finds a hole, and it's a good signing. This is he's better than he's better than Faxon, so um at least they got one corner piece there. And then you got the other one, Rocky Asin comes over from Indianapolis. We talked about this. They sent uh defensive end Yannick Ngakwe to the Colts. Um two capable starters on the outside. We'll have to see what happens. See if they draft a stud or not. I doubt it. They'll probably let these two uh, have at it at the outside spots and then, you know, fill in at a slot corner spot later. Uh, LA Chargers, this is the last but certainly not least, right? So Chase Daniel resigned to be the backup quarterback there. Uh, wide receiver Mike Williams resigned. Three-year, $60 million deal. 40 fully guaranteed over the first two years. Uh, signed that before free agency even started. Tight end Gerald Everett, uh, which I did not catch yet. So that one, that one, I did not do yet. Two-year, twelve million dollar deal with a max value of thirteen point five million. Uh, defensive tackle Christian Covington resigned. D tackle Austin Johnson came over and signed with the Chargers. Uh, defensive lineman, basically D tackle slash DN uh, Sebastian Joseph Day signed a three-year, twenty-four million dollar deal, fifteen million guaranteed. They acquired Khalil Mack for their one of their outside linebacker positions uh, with the Bears. Uh, for a 2022 second round draft pick and a six rounder in 2023, uh, they also signed cornerback the you know the most sought after one uh, in this year's free agency class, J.C. Jackson from New England, uh, five year, 82.5 million dollar deal, 40 million of it guaranteed. Uh, and then of course their long snapper Josh Harris and kicker uh, Dustin Hopkins re-signed on a multi year contract so yeah there's a lot to go through there like i said that whole jared everett that was not there earlier uh so that one have they just installed that one uh today and i just didn't catch it so again i gotta stay on top of it i will 
I will. I'll get it in there. You'll at least have it for next week. Just, you know, if you're using them for your own thing, just, just write in there. Gerald fucking Everett. Because D-Roy's a fucking idiot. And didn't catch it. But until next time. And I swear to God, it's going to be a lot quicker than last time. Uh, I'll talk to you motherfuckers later. Peace out. We're one month away from leaving for the NFL draft. Woo!